Welcome to CW Hip Hop, your home for Wisconsin Hip Hop. I'm your host, DJ Bank. Joining me this week, I have Eastside Baby coming up from Milwaukee. Why don't you go ahead and say hi, let everybody know where can they follow you on social medias and streaming music. What it go, what it do, man? It's your boy Eastside Baby, man. You can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. You can find all my music on uh, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Tidal, all the major streaming. Uh, platforms uh, under Eastside Baby B I E, not B Y. We'll have all his stuff tagged down our post as well, and then he's on our website as well, cwhiphop.com. Uh, so make sure you guys go follow him on all social medias, and we're going to be diving into his uh, music category uh, a little bit here. We're going to be going over a couple of announcements first before we get into that. So uh, this is podcast episode 122. This is going to be actually our last interview for 2023. Uh, we are going to be taking a short intermission on the interviews while we do our WIAs, the Wisconsin Icon Awards. So if you haven't res registered yet, you can go to cwhiphop.com and find a picture on the home screen that will take you to the page that'll allow you to register, but that is going until the end of October 31st. So make sure you guys go do that right away. Uh, we have a lot of registration already, so appreciate everybody who did sign them in. Uh, if you're a CW Hip Hop artist, you do get a free entry to those awards. So make sure you guys send it in, send in your best Wisconsin Hip Hop from 2023. Also, we want to thank our sponsors here. Uh, we have Hollywood Recording Company, they have built a premier recording studio in Chippewa Valley. It's about 10 minutes north of Eau Claire. Their slogan is Small Town Big Sound, and you can follow them right now on Instagram at Hollywood Recording Company. That's H-A-L-L-I-E, Wood Recording Company. And the message them, let them know that CW Hip Hop sent you so they know their ads are getting in front of the right people. Also, thank you to Chop Shop Barbershop down in Plover, Wisconsin. You guys can stop by for your unique experience while getting a fresh haircut. Schedule your next appointment at the Garage Theme Barbershop by finding a link on our homepage at cwhiphop.com and then follow them on Instagram as well at Chop Shop Barbershop. Tell them that CW Hip Hop sent you to receive the best experience. Also, thank you to Patreon listeners here, Tracy Jankowski, Sub Music Boss, and DK. We appreciate you guys' support helping uh, us each month to do these interviews and the award show that we have going on with CW Hip Hop. We're giving you that 10% discount to our shop at cwhiphop.com slash shop. And if you want to join them, we'll shout your name out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh to join today. And then we do have the question for our IGTV chat. You guys got a couple of minutes here. If you haven't answered yet, uh, we will be quick mentioning the question this week. Uh, but the question this week is, what artists have you been listening to for over five years? Let us know. We'll get your answer written down. Uh, it could be... Any artist, local, mainstream, doesn't matter. Just let us know. I'm sure you got a ton of them, but just let us know one of them. We'll be also having our comments open for anybody who's listening back on a recording of this. Spotify, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud, all that. Have comment sections. You guys can put your answers in there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that. We do appreciate the engagement. It helps us grow uh, our audience to show people more Wisconsin hip-hop here. Uh, but we do have our next block music. Sorry, our next block of sponsors I want to thank. We have Garky Global. He has all of your media needs covered from custom graphics, new logos, cover arts, photography, videography, music videos, drone footage, and much more. You can follow him and check out his YouTube channel at Garky Graphics and then follow him on Instagram at Garky Global. That's G-A-R-K-E Global. And then also, thank you to Hollywood Entertainment down in Milwaukee. She just recently had her birthday, so happy belated birthday. We appreciate you helping out CW Hip Hop as well as many of the different forms down in your city of Milwaukee there. Uh, for movies, music, and live events. So appreciate you so much for helping us out here. We also have our new music post that we have every Monday and update our playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. You guys can check that out every Monday. We have the newest Wisconsin hip hop in there. A couple of songs we want to let you know about though. Dustin Warbear with Let It Go that is out now. Johnny Franchino with Good Looking out now. Blue Jacket with Postcard out now. 
Dubsack with Soap Opera coming out on the 27th of October, Dawson Warbear with Limitless coming out on the 27th of October, and then Blue Jacket with Back on My BS coming out on the 27th of October as well. We also have our Thursday post, which is upcoming Wisconsin Hip Hop. If you guys want to join either of those, let us know by DMing us on Instagram, Facebook, or sending us an email. We also have the form on the bottom of our homepage at cwhiphop.com. You can fill out and let us know as well. And then uh, we are going to be having our interview with Eastside Baby this uh, podcast here, episode 122. But we are going to be having the rest of our podcast interviews on hold until 2024 while we do the WA. So you guys can stick around for that. But we got a long list of artists that we're going to be having coming in next year. So super excited for those. We also have a couple of concerts we want to let you know about as the year's winding down here before the snow starts flying. If you haven't gone to a local Wisconsin hip-hop show, it's a great way to connect and uh, kind of network with a lot of artists in the scene. So definitely recommend you guys check some of these out. But we have Thursday, October 26th at 9 p.m. MKE Live Groove presents Lyrical Odyssey. It's going to have artists like Delta Triplet, Kiba, Sean Millions, and more. They're going to be at the Cactus Club in Milwaukee. It's going to be $15 at the door and is a 21-plus event for that show. Monday, October 30th at 6.30 p.m., always on tour, we'll be bringing Riff Raff to the Annex in Madison. It's going to be $20 in advance, $25 at the door, and it is an 18-plus event for that concert. There's a ton more on our website as well, cwhiphop.com slash concerts. You guys can check that out today. That's all we got. Make sure you guys send in your WIA's registration as well. Appreciate everybody who has sent them in, but you have until October 31st. If you haven't, uh, just going to check here. I don't think we have any... More answers here, but uh, reading off the question real quick here. Uh, this week's question is, what artists have you listened to for five years? A couple of good answers in the chat here. Uh, a couple local, a couple of mainstream artists. Dubsack, he had Chicken Pea. TR1 with Bricks from Milwaukee. You Like Tina with Vani Bands. Boggs with Yellow Wolf. Riley with Lil Skies. Submusic Boss with himself, Submusic Boss. So he's been a fan of his music for over five years there. Eastside Baby, what do you have for your answer here this week? I had Chicken Pee, man. Chicken Pee, why are you picking Chicken Pee? I'm Chicken Pee, man. I've been messing with his music for a long time, and I like the progression of what I'm seeing. I like it. So, yeah. You know, fucks with it. So, and that's kind of cool, too, when you can see somebody's progress over the five years. Yeah, yeah. that definitely uh, makes sense there. I went with Mac Miller, just a big fan of his music. I know I've been listening to it probably over five years probably closer to 10 so definitely uh, picking his music um but yeah that's uh all we got for the announcements here for podcast episode 122 are you ready for your interview here east side yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right now, let me let's switch do over here real quick if you guys are in the chat on instagram uh, you got any questions let me know i'll put them in here um try and work them into the uh interview but uh, yeah, we got a lot of great questions we're going to dive right into. So first off, welcome to ENT Studios. You drove up here from Milwaukee, right? How was the drive up here? Uh, it was nice, man. Hang a lot. I drove for, for the first hour and then something happened and spooked me, so I did not have to switch seats. So. Yeah. <laughs> but then for the rest, I went to sleep, though. It was nice, though, man. Yeah, what was it? Like two hours, 45 minutes or so, close to three hours? Like, yeah, close to three hours. Yeah, yeah it's a long drive in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, had to leave at a certain time, man. So, uh, is you coming into this interview? Is this your first in-person interview, and how are you feeling? Um, this, uh, well, you guys, yeah, my first in-person uh, interview, but uh, yep. feel good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a lot of stuff going on, so this is perfect for me right now to get it all out and a good promo run. And, you know what I mean? Let my people know what's going on right here. Yeah, yeah, we'll be talking a lot about uh, what you got released already, and then we can definitely talk about what you got coming up here. So we're going to start off, though, with one of our more important questions, and that's how did you come up with your alias, Eastside Baby? Uh, Eastside Baby. You know, I get this question a lot of interviews. Yeah. 
It's a good, it's a good starting point. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's a name changer from okay. Little Steve. It went from Little Steve to Eastside Baby with the B A B Y to Eastside Baby B A I E. Just basically, just um, where I come from, you know what I'm saying, and um, what people know me by, and then you know, it's just it's like a a teaching secret as well. You know what I'm saying, like. We felt like Lil Steve was too bland, too plain, you feel me? So Eastside Baby gave him like a little more property. I call it my alter ego. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my thug side. That's my pock side. Yeah, pock side. So if this is somebody's first introduction to you as an artist, how would you describe the music that you make? very genuine. You know what I'm saying? Very day-to-day life-based shit, you feel me? No, no capping. And then I do just basically just give you a day and how I live life and how I see shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not a person that speak about how I feel or like to talk to people a lot. So, you know what I'm saying? My music be my outlet. So I talk about a lot of pain, you know what I mean? I talk about a lot of shit I've been through. I like talking about with other people, you know what I mean? This, this is my outlet, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it became a passion and a dream. Yeah. You know so what year would you say you started your music journey and then who or what inspired you? Okay, uh, okay, I started young and who inspired me was my Uncle Robert, you know what I'm saying? And it, it just basically just freestyle rap and battle rap and I started liking it, but I started taking it serious in 2013 when I went to prison, you know what I'm saying? And then I wrote my first song in a hole, that's how I knew I had it, you know what I'm saying? And then. I got out my first time in prison, I didn't take it serious, you know what I'm saying? I found out like, oh, that shit take a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of dedication, and I was doing like the little groundwork for it. But then I had went back to prison for some mistakes I did and shit, like two and a half years. And I got out 2021, and then I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm all in, I'm, I'm good at this shit, you know what I'm saying? Start tapping in, start marketing myself, start putting money into my dream, you know what I'm saying? And shit, I just ain't gonna quit to, like, I'm rich and take care of my family off this shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, well, and that's going to kind of go into our next question here. Did you have any goals when you started making music? Yeah, I just want... I, yeah, my first goal was to just rock clean. I wanted to change and shit, all the money, and be the most famous per- in the, first person in the world. Like, that was the whole reasoning. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, when I started, like, it, like putting my own money into this shit, and then started, like, putting my own, like, groundwork, legwork, I'm like... I gotta have a purpose for this, and the purpose is to like, you know, do this for my family, I'll take care of my family, you know, my family believe in me, like, you call me the chosen one, you know what I'm saying, like, shit, they my biggest fans and biggest critiquers, so it's like, you know what I mean, I gotta do this for them, you know what I mean, I got a nephew, I love the deaf, and shit, you know what I'm saying, I gotta make sure we make it out there, shit, if I got a gift from God, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna use it in the best way I can, I ain't gonna let it go down the drain. Yeah. You feel know I me? Mean? So, yeah, so as you were growing up, what kind of music did you hear playing around you? And do you think these artists had an impact on the music you make to make today? Yeah, a uh, good thing, man, I love my mom, I love my granny. You know what I'm saying? My, my granny bought me a radio, so I listened to Kiss FM. So it wasn't just hip-hop. My dad let me watch BT, and my mom was like a, a big R&B queen, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit. So I heard like a, a, that genre, and... So it, it made me more diverse, more open my vocabulary, it made me present my music differently. Like, so I don't mind, just cause I'm from Milwaukee, that shit just didn't catch on to me. Like, we got a wave of Milwaukee music. Like, even from the whack, whack, wham, man, to now it, this, 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 this gritter music shit, like, my wave would never stop, it was always losing my heart and what I do. I just 
delivered it that way. Yeah. Uh, if you were to pick your top three artists right now, for any reason, any genre, who are you going to pick? Uh, I'm going to pick NBA Youngboy. He's the Libra. NBA Youngboy, okay. I'm a big top fan, you know what I'm saying? I love top. Little Baby. And uh, right now, I ain't going to lie, bro, like, Babyface Ray right now. Babyface Ray? Yeah, okay. like, I'm on, like, I'm on Babyface Ray heavy, you know, like, heavy, heavy. Well, industry-wise, yeah. Okay. I'm on top of the artists right now. All right. So kind of moving into your early music career here, your first track that I was able to find online was on Spotify, but under the different alias uh, Lil Steve. Yeah. Uh, this track was titled Hidden Pain. It was released on June 2nd, 2021. What, it was actually accompanied by a music video that was shot by Ray Shot It Productions yeah, and Ray. dropped on June 21st, 2021. What can you tell us about this first song and music video? Um, okay, Hidden Pain was the first video I ever dropped in my life. Uh, it's the first song I took serious. It's the first song that just, just, just like, presented me, you know what I'm saying? And then, at the time, I had some good people in my life. They're still in my life, but they got things going on right now. But I'm pretty sure if they was, that they, she was together, they'd be here with me right now. But I love my, my support system with that video. And it was dedicated to my, my, my favorite cousin, Lou, who's locked up right now. You know what I'm saying? Free Lou. You know what I mean? It's Free Lou. I can't wait to come home. But uh, yeah, like, you know, that song is just basically like, just telling you like everything. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? This is what you finna get from me. And I came in with a, with a harmonizing type style, cause that's my style. Mm. And shit, just telling you like, shit, this me. And shit, I even dissed my, my own guy on the song. He was in a video with, with me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it was my first day out, what I call a first day out. Okay. But it's just hidden pain. I call it hidden pain because there's a lot of shit I can talk about, but now I'm talking about it and I'm putting it publicly, and I like the Ray. So was this your first ever track, ever? Yeah. Okay, so this was first one recorded uh, and put out there. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, basically the first series song. Like, first yeah. series song. Okay. Yeah. So how did the what did the recording setup look like for this? Were you in a studio? Did you do it at a friend's house? What were you using? What kind of mic and all that? Yeah, shout out to Hefe, cause he made Eastside Baby. So like, like I made this song in my guy Hefe house. You know what I'm saying in the basement, but studio vibe like it was a one. Um, good engineering man, little Hefe. Uh, and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude really worked with me. Like, I, I was saying a whole bunch of shit and just rapping and just rapping and then shit, you know, he just put that shit together and put a chorus in there and he was like, how you like it? And I was like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just told him like, shit, put the beat on and I'm just gonna do my thing. That's what he did. And then he like, I'll take care of the rest. And that's how so they you were at it. his studio then? Yeah, I was at his studio. Yeah. Was it like a professional studio or just like a home studio? A home studio. Okay. Home studio, yeah. um, do you remember what kind of mic you were using or any kind of like details on like the uh, interface you were using? I don't know, but everything to me seemed it like just high end. Thing. Yeah. It seemed like high end just because it was at a house, <clears throat> but he still had like top knot equipment. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah, he spent a lot of money on this shit. So if this wasn't your first. Was this your first ever written song, or how many like maybe not serious tracks did you have before this? Uh, track? Fun fact: I don't write songs. You don't write songs, so freestyle yeah. at all? Yeah, I freestyled okay. the whole song. Uh, yeah, it's just like the, it was the it was the first thing like this it. Okay, like, I didn't even like to be honest. Like the video didn't even match the song. To be honest with you, like oh, the like way, the theme of it. Yeah, like okay. it don't even matter. Like I was that eager to like. 
put it out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, shit. And, and Ray fucked with it. Like, Ray gave me his best vision of it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. shit. And, and I wish he could do more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish the views was up a little more. I don't know. Maybe I didn't market right. You feel me? That's probably another thing, too. Marketing is a big thing. But that's an awesome song, bro. And I, I ain't like the reviews I got back from it. I don't. I know we got that uh, music video up on our website and YouTube playlist um, and it's kind of like I just for somebody who hasn't seen it first you, you have what like three vehicles behind you um, and you're just kind of like out like some trees behind yeah yeah so I mean um, I mean it's 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 nothing crazy but it's still a good music video yeah uh, look like it still matches kind of the tone of the song and whatnot to, yeah. to some degree right. um, so the first track you then had released under your alias Eastside baby was Thug Year, released May 1st, 2022. Uh, the cover art is uh, Flames All Around You with You in the Center. What can you kind of tell us about this drop and the name change here with it? Like, why'd you go? You said just kind of like changing it from Lil Steve was a little more oomph behind it. Yeah, so like that transformation, like from from 2020, like one to 20, from I say 2021 to 2022 beginning of 2022 was like a hell of a year for me and everything went fast you know i went through my first label meeting you know what i mean and it was like shit thug year some shit happened to me where i, I got blessed thank you jesus <laughs> i got blessed and uh shit, you know and half a recorded with and you know, i told my new name and shit, and then i had got a new uh beat person which is robbie robbie sent me like 20 fucking beats and the one that caught my eye was Thug Gear. No, Block Baby, then Thug Gear. So I first dropped Block Baby first, but I dropped Thug Gear of the Eastside Baby style. And bro, that shit was basically like shit, like fuck everybody. I was in that mode, like mm. fuck everybody, you're not with me. It's, it's either I'm running you over. And that was the reason of that shit. And I just clinked it to a whole new circle of people. And that's how I linked up with Juice. That was the first video I shot with Juice. You know what I'm saying? And shit, it was just on from there, and then I just became a fucking monster from there, man. Sometimes just, you gotta do that. Just change yeah. it up, and yeah. yeah. Um, looking at one of the comments here, Sub Music Boss says, Sounds like you know what you want, and putting it all together there. So kind of just piecing it all with what you got going on. Hell yeah, I've be, been at the drum board for a minute, so now I'm like, This, 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 this. Let's do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah bullshit. So then on July 20th, 2022, you release One Wish, and the song is very well done, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It kind of gives me the I, I Could Use a Wish Right Now uh, yeah, from Airplanes, sample. but is, is that from the yeah. sample? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it reminds me a lot of it. I don't know for yeah. sure or not, but. Is that Loopy uh, Fiasco or is that uh, B.O.B. Airplanes. B.O.B. B.O.B. So the cover art has uh, Lil Steve across it in the cover art, but then the track title, it has the name change in there. So was that just like. Something done beforehand. Uh yeah, I was dealing with a new manager at the time, which is super dope, super dope. Q, you know what I'm saying? And um, he got that cover art made for me. It was actually the first single I dropped with him under his management team and shit okay. like that. So, um, and one wish was just basically like another phase in my life where it was like you know shit, I put it all on the table and then like, I had a good opportunity, you know, like first time born in Atlanta, first time meeting certain people because of Q. You know what I'm saying? I shout out to Q because Q opened up a lot of doors for me. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate him. And shit, you know, like, that one wish was just like, what's the story of it all, you know? Like, I had one, I had one good opportunity and I wanted to make the best of it. And that's how that song came about. You okay. Yeah, and I like the sample in there too with the cover art and everything. Um, 
the it's actually a good uh, song to me too. I love that song. Yeah, no, it, it it has just like a good vibe, like that good time yeah. vibe with it. It did. Uh, so then, also on July twentieth, twenty twenty two, you released Eastside Baby, uh, Pipe It Up, Pip It Up, um, Pipe It Up. So okay, uh, Pipe It Up, and the uh, Trap Hi Hats are in there. Uh, Ghost Dots on there. Um, the second song of that same day. So what can you tell us about this release on the same day as I Wish or Pipe One it. Wish? Uh, after when we should to pipe it up, uh, that's part of the Eastside Baby uh, flow. I call it the Eastside Baby flow. That's part of Block Baby Thug Year. Um, so I got like a little later on line. Y'all gonna get a deluxe um, fucking edition of all them songs and shit. It's a different type of style. Mm -hmm. But uh, pipe it up was basically like yes, my fuck you mode. All that was all like fuck you, like Thug Year, Block Baby, pipe it up. Um, um, it's some more I ain't even heard, I ain't even dropped yet, but like, I really was in like, a, a really a bad point in my life where it was like, I didn't have love for nobody, like, you know It was just saying? all that self-hype music, kind of. Yeah, like, I had so much fucking built-up anger and like, dog, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why, to be honest with you, I just felt like I got put on the shelf and I had a point to prove and, mm. and I did this music and I had all this shit worked out and then some shit happened to me to where I couldn't even push it the way I pushed it. So it was like, it was a big ass fire that got died down real fast. So now I was just, so now I had to put it out like periodically, Block Baby and Thug here and you know what I'm saying, pipe it up. But now I'm gonna do that shit the right way where I feel it like, I'm gonna get that, that aggression back and that, that fire like I felt when I made that shit. Alright, yeah. Uh, the cover art for this track looks like your skin is kind of cracking off or falling off, and I think it looks really neat. So, who do you have make your cover arts for you? Uh, I f uh, at the time, I was fucking with David. Uh, this dude named David. Um, never met him on Instagram. No, I typed in cover art, and uh, he linked in. You gotta be careful with people you mess with on that shit. Yeah, too. Instagram is a lot of scam yeah, going on there. Yeah, but it's a lot of talent to motherfuckers, There is, man. there is. For real, man, it is. But I took a shot with him, and shit, he made, my, he made like a lot of my coverage. You know what I'm saying? He made a lot of my coverage. But the pipe it up, like, you, as you tell, like, that's what, that's the vision I gave him. Like, I'm in a new form of me, so mm, shit. Okay. That makes sense with the cover yeah. right then, yeah. Yeah, so. It stood out to me, so that's why I want to make sure I asked you about yeah. it. Uh, July 20th, 2022 as well, um, I think you released your third track here, titled Demon Time. Uh, this uh, cover art also has Lil Steve on it, but uh, what can you tell fans about this release here third one of the day demon time okay demon time was the second video i dropped demon time is now two years old i shot it october 4th uh demon time was like wait the title like if you watch the video you see the cover like you see the market running that shit like like that's what this shit like i ain't fucking around like i'm on demon time you know what i'm saying and I was, in, I was in my ghetto, you know what I mean? I like my support system. Shout out Loud Pack Larry for the uh, for the jacket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just fuck with Demon Tom. Yeah, it's a so, classic. It's um, another song I wish I would've never, I don't know, like, how it didn't pop either. Like, I don't know. So you had a fourth track on the same day, July 20th, 2022, titled Deep. Other cover art is you holding it, uh, you with a child holding a stack of cash. Is there anything you want to add to this fourth release here? Uh, yes, Deep is uh, it's the cover of my nephew. He's only gonna see him a lot of my covers. Name Lil okay. Deep. That's a lot of talking about song a lot. That's my sister's son. But uh, yeah, Deep basically just talking about a lot of shit, like the extra shit I don't talk about. Um, basically telling my relationship how I got with Lil D. You know what I'm saying? And telling me what, what I got going on in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Taking my pain. I don't talk about. You feel me? That's what it's all about. That's where Deeper came from. 
Yeah. So with these four tracks, I guess was it you were starting up your Spotify at this point? I guess why why all on the same day here? Uh, I just feel like them songs was like, them was my, it just it just spoke of me. I'm I, I got an industry vibe and I know like my city. I'm not saying my city different, but you know I don't rap like them. So them songs was like I, I was really trying to my main goal was to get signed. And I feel like them songs was like signing material. You know what I'm saying? You hear that, like, okay, yeah, they're good songs, but he got potential. So that's what them songs is basically just showing the labels, like, I got potential to make this type of music and only that, like, to keep it going. Okay. Uh, so one of your last songs of the year here, um, on December 22nd, 2022, you released Block Baby. We played it on the live DJ here. The cover art is some police files with fingerprints and law-related items on it. So, uh, how was it making this track? And is there anything you want to add to this song? Yeah, Block Baby was the first Eastside Baby song I ever made under Eastside Baby. Under Eastside Baby. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, shit. It was telling you, like, where I come from. You know what I mean? Who I deal with. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not portraying to be the gangster or thug, but it's like, you know, I come from a background. I come from a history of seeing shit and doing shit. And shit, I'm a Block Baby. I read my block of Eastside Baby. It's in my name. So it's like... It, everything for, it just speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say, I'm doing no capping and shit I do or shit I say because like, this shit real life. I wish I could walk around with a fucking camera all fucking day. Like real shit, but I probably... Like one of those real life live streamers yeah, on Twitch or something? It, yeah, but if it was GTA, I have five stars on me right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, Block Baby, just, that's my shit. I love that shit. It's hype. I just did, I did the... Uh, Dropped the mic with uh, not juice it up, not juice, but his name is Juice Talk. Oh, uh, Juice Talk, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, Juice Talk. Uh, I just got out from doing my night. You know, session. for a minute, I, I I converged those two. I thought they were the same person, but you're right. There's Juice Stuff and then Juice Talk. Yeah, yeah. Juice Talk. Two yeah, different. Yeah. All right. And Juice do the same thing you do, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's got a he's got a good setup. I like what he's doing over there for uh, Milwaukee. He's got more of an in with the city there. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to everybody like that. Ricky, Juice, everybody doing breaking and entering. Doing. Appreciate all man, of them. Yeah, y'all keep going, man. Uh, so you released the second track on December 22nd. This one was with Chicken P, actually, uh, featuring your song, Anti-Fake. Uh, how did this collaboration come about, and what is this song about? I mean, I was bugging Chicken for a long-ass time, and I kept on seeing him in traffic, so I thought that shit was God. I'm like, bro, we gonna do the song or what, bro? You're like, yeah, gang, I got you, gang, I got you, gang, his number. I did the song at Verse Studio. He's not there no more. Shout out to Verse. Uh, but Chicken came, you know what I'm saying? He didn't charge me, but he charged everybody else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I was trying to do a video, and that situation happened with him. And uh, shit, I know I couldn't. I I didn't know the situations. I wasn't planking on it down for anything like that. I just didn't know where he was gonna get out or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, I got a really good song with this man. You know, I'm gonna keep his name alive. I tried to get in touch with his people to drop it. They gave me the okay to drop it. So shit, I dropped it. And then ever since then, he got out. I've been trying to do the video. But I really appreciate him for that, that feature, though. Yeah, in time, I mean, maybe yeah. video, but the song's good, too. I mean, yeah, that's like my classic in Milwaukee. Like, I like Drake is like, I got this shit right here. I got a southern chicken, you know what I'm saying? And this shit is fire, you know what I'm saying? And whenever he feel like he want to do the video when he ready, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes to making the song, do you have a process? You said you don't write your song, so is everything freestyle? Or kind of talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, so shit. I, I, I roll my weed up. You know what I'm saying. I listen to it various beats, and the first, the like, the first beat I hear that I can get like four or five words without fucking up, and you know I'm catching the vibe. I go. 
But sometimes I'll be the case and I get in there and then I lock up and then I tell engineer whoever producing at the time, like, let's do something else. But yeah, I'm, I punch in, like, you know what I mean? I try to do like probably four to five bars at a time, maybe a bar at a time. I try to spend no longer than 45 minutes to, on the song. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, it just like, it ain't hard when you lit this shit, to be honest with you. I mean, I could overthink some shit, trying to put some shit together to be creative. Sometimes I go through that phase, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I gotta say this shit a certain way because people like different shit, like a different style, different wordplay. So, that shit take time. So, sometimes I'll be locked on some shit on the wordplay. And then if I just can't do it, I just like, fuck it, and think of some other shit. I might go to. Plan C other than A. Not trying to force nothing. Yeah, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like my vibe in the studio, though. Like, the people that be in there, because they tell me, like, no, this ain't this, it ain't that. Say it like this. Give me words and shit. So, that they help, too. So, shit. I just ain't really just freestyling myself. I got some other ghostwriters that just <laughs> yeah <laughs> sit there and give me a, a word or two. So, I appreciate it. Yeah, we've, we've talked about that before. I mean, ghostwriters, I mean, I think as long as you're kind of up front of, like, I have a ghostwriter. It's okay in that sense when people are weird about like hiding it and not saying like, "Oh, I had people help." But I'd even say if you're like chilling with some people and they give you a word or here, that's not ghostwriting. That's okay. just influence. That's just like, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm stuck on this part." That's a friend helping you out kind of thing. Versus, "Hey, I got this verse I wrote for you. You yeah. want to spit it?" Kind of thing. So I think you're good in that, yeah. but not not necessarily ghostwriting with it. Cause my um, studio vibes crazy. Yeah. Uh, looking at the chat here, we got. Uh, some music boss here he says Milwaukee uh, I swear they think we all sound together and I mean personally when I first started doing local scene that was my impression I was just like Milwaukee hip hop's got their thing they're all that kind yeah. of thing once you start diving into it but yeah there's sub sections of it all and everybody's yeah. got a little different style with it I mean smacking or whatever that, that yeah, style is definitely dumping, gritting. predominant um, but we do though like Milwaukee like don't get me wrong like it's it's the same it's the same words but people deliver it different. It might be harmonizing. He might say it faster. He might rap it slower. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the same shit, to be honest with you. Like, they talk about the same shit. But who's honestly talking about day-to-day pain? Who's talking about the, the shit they go through or, like, the, or it, what it took to get to the point where you at? Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just talk about dumping or I got this, I got that. But what's the struggle what you have to go through? You know what I'm saying? So, like... People, if you a fan, like you want to hear the life story of a person. That's why I fucks with chicken because you see the whole lifespan of it. Like you understand where he came from and where he at now. And now he can talk about the Gucci and the Louis and the big stacks because back then, shit, he wasn't talking about that. Mm-hmm. And it's a different way of life. Like that's why I fucks with that type of style of music when you living it. Yeah. Versus you just oh I'm a rapper oh I'm cramming oh I'm doing this I'm doing that I don't like that cap ass shit. Yeah, I, I <laughs> see a lot of local stuff and sometimes you know uh, the one thing I came up with was just rapper language. It's just it's what they think a rapper's supposed to say versus what you're actually living. And right. it, it's okay in batches here maybe there, but it's like some people just overindulge in that kind of rap language where it's like I just I don't believe you. I'm sure maybe and I have no way to prove it, but like yeah. it's like yeah you just you saying what every other rapper's kind of saying essentially yeah not like you like i want to hear some of your side yeah. of life and like what you got going on. i know you're a little unique everybody's unique in some Facts. degree yeah. um yeah definitely i think I, I think back to the uh uh t-pain clip you ever seen where he's like everybody's doing the same thing we got two babies yeah. there's, there's some where it's like yeah just have a little bit of variety with what you got going yeah. on like don't try and copycat because yeah you got something unique in your own way right run with it like you know what i'm saying like that's all man 
And yeah. then I, it, just, it, then it, 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 it blocks all people connection and find new shit because like they just so used to that. So why would they want to listen to Eastside Baby when everybody listening to this? Nobody want to be different, and it's hard to be different. I understand. But, to a degree, you know, but I mean, yeah, there's also influence. Like, people have influence, and that's, I think, a huge part of hip-hop. I mean, every generation before has gen- influenced the generation prior, even if they don't think it. Right. Um, I guess kind of going back to the questions here, have you ever removed one of your tracks from a service like SoundCloud or YouTube? Or hell Spotify? yeah, I removed a whole mixtape. Okay. Really? Okay, why, yes. I guess? Man, okay, so I haven't put a mixtape, I had all these fucking songs, and I rushed to put some shit together, and I had put a song on there... With uh, with a Dilly, uh, um, I don't want to say her name wrong. Adina, her name Adina. A song we had a song together called Spirit Feelings, and then um, me and Adina, you know, what I'm saying she's from Atlanta. She's a unique artist. She's very good. You know, what I'm saying she came from Atlanta. I mean, I was in the studio at like two o'clock in the morning, and she came at two o'clock in the morning. Just her and her friend, like she didn't even know me from can of paint. But anyway, we did a good song, man. And the person that was managing at the time didn't see that it was a rough draft. And he put the whole rough draft on her. And like, oh, man, Dina was pissed. To the point where I think she was going to try to sue me or some shit like that. Oh, God. So I tried to take off the, just the one song. And then I couldn't. And I had to take off the whole mixtape. But I was kind of happy, though, because the mixtape was, like, put together. Oh, it was. Okay, so it, kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, story. and then, like, um, I think I had to say, being humble ain't enough. It's supposed to be something quick. And it turned out to be a fucking disaster. Mm, okay. Yeah, All right. <laughs> so is that the only thing you've removed, or has there been other ones? No, I just uh, just that whole mixtape, and only because of her. Okay. And I wish I would have kept it on there, but you know. It is what it is. Yeah. You still got the files, or is it? Yeah, I still got the file. Yeah, and then actually, I'm trying to reach her, but I can't reach her. So, cause I really want to finish the song and really do a video to it, cause that'd be nice. Mm, yeah. Cool shit. It's yeah. a nice song. Uh, so kind of moving into the present day here with your music. Uh, do you have a current studio set up or are you going to a studio? What well, can you kind of tell us about the uh, recording right, set up? Uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm flipping back and forth. I'm going to... No, actually I'm doing three studios right now. Okay. I got my main studio. I like it, but I'm trying to switch my sound. I went back to my old studio. Um, just recently got back in touch. I like it. But then they... One of their little engineers got me going to Blackout right now. And uh, I went there. I like the vibe, but I, I kind of like my other vibe. So it's like shit. I'm flipping. I'm back and forth. I only fuck with two people that do my music. I really want my nigga Hefe, but Hefe, just he on tour right now. He's doing his little oh, thing. busy. Yeah. Yeah. So he got me right now. Dealing with my two. I mean, it's not bad to have options too. I mean, maybe you got something with one style, one with another. You got options then. Yeah. Um, so you're you're going to a studio. Um, have you ever had like a home recording studio or ever tried having like your own setup or you always go to the studio? Um, if I do home or if I do that, I um, make some um, Rockstar great. Uh, uh, shout out to Rockstar great. Uh, actually, he's been teaching me how to do it like because he got his own home studio. So mm-hmm. he is set up at his shop right now. He got a shop right now, Rock and Roll, Rock, Rock and Roll right down 35th Wisconsin. Make sure y'all go mess with my boy Rockstar great, man. But uh, like he the first person I probably did a home studio. Like he is set up anywhere. Like, really, he's, yeah. he's mobile. With yeah, the, uh, like he nice. had, a, like he really literally ride with the whole book bag, and oh, nice. yeah, with everything, speakers, the the microphone, like all that, and then like when stuff slow down, 
Man, he had pulled a whole thing out like we finna rap right now. Like, Damn, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of nuts. He's got yeah. it all in the backpack. Yeah, anywhere though, like anywhere. So that's the first person I ever do that with. Shout out to Rockstar, man. I love you. He's a, he's down in Milwaukee. Yeah, he down in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, Rockstar. I got a whole mixtape with him too. Uh, so do you have any passions or hobbies outside of music? Um, yeah. Um, right now I'm really trying to get into uh clothing clothing line but that's gonna get down the line when I figure this shit out with this rap shit mm-hmm. and I get things solidified and then how I'm gonna do it but my next thing I'm doing is like with with clothing right now you know what I'm saying and I'm trying to be also a public figure cause I'm a, I'm a, like a shy person so right now I'm looking into ways I can do like certain TikToks and you know what I mean little funny skits and things like that and then also try to get into like some modeling you know what I mean not to be cocky but I got some good looks you feel me so yeah Right, so when everything go good with this music, so that's like the thing I'm gonna try to step outside doing. I get some free time, but I don't want to be all over the place with shit. But like them, like them things, I'm just my next thing I'm working on right now. Okay, all right. Uh, what does the average day in the life of Eastside Baby look like? Getting some fucking money. We gonna yeah. get some money. <laughs> we gonna get hard as a bitch, and we gonna have fun. Like and then shit, we gonna make some good music, and that's just like my life. I ain't gonna lie. We gonna get some money, get hard, we gonna have some fun. All right. August 4th, 2023, you released your first uh, release of 2023, seven song project titled It Was Just Us. The track list includes Cell 7, ne- oh, sorry, jumped ahead there. Uh, it was just, oh yeah, no, Cell 7, Never Stop, First Day Out, Triple Cross, All Facts, Please Don't Drain Me, and Baby with the Drillers. And we played a few of these on the live DJ, but take it a second, explain what does this project mean to you? Man, it's my first project. Uh, it was just such label. It stands for everybody that supported me. You know what I'm saying? To get to this project, uh, I went through a lot of bad times in my life with the with the system. You know what I'm saying? Being on probation and you know what I mean? Being in the streets, uh, dealing with a lot of shit. You feel me? So like, uh, every song speaks for itself. I put in in, in order for you can know like the time frame of, of, of what happened and how I got to the point to where I'm at now. So like. Basically, all them songs on the mixtape, I made them songs in 2021, okay. 2022, but I never got a chance to release because of my situations with my system. Yeah. Punk ass shit. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but hell yeah, man, you know, shit, it was just us. It's a unique thing. I dropped four videos to her so far. Uh, I want to drop seven videos to seven songs. I'm still working on it. Uh, Juice did the whole project for me for shooting the videos and shit. And, um... You know, that project basically, man, just giving you, like, now, this, that's going to be the first thing to speak for me. That's going to be my baby right there. Like, you speaking to me from five years down the line or ten years, you know, that's going to be my first project. Like, and shit, like, it was just us. And I'm going to make it with just us history. Like, some way, some, like, I'm not going to give up on this mixtape because it's my first project ever. And shit, I'm going to make this motherfucker special. Yeah. And the best way I can. Yeah, so diving into it a little bit here, uh, breaking these down, uh, the first ones we're going to look at, Cell 7 and Never Stop. The instrumental on Cell 7 is kind of a mix of piano background with some vocal stems um, and trap elements in there compared to the unique minimalistic deep bass instruments on Never Stop. Uh, both have some hard bars over each of them. What can you kind of tell us about these two songs and their creation? Cell 7 and what else you say again? Uh, Never Stop. Never Stop. Cell 7 was like life or death with me. So it was like I made out that situation. I'm blessed, and you said never stop. Never, never stop was uh, I, I was just feeling good. Like you know, what I'm saying everything was going good for me, and shit. And I was I was locked in my mode, and shit. You know, and the beats were just 
Cell Seven was a a YouTube beat, and Never Stop was a YouTube beat. Uh, but basically, uh, I just I be having engineers like sometimes, like I say, like microphone and beat or auto tune and also sound different than how I usually sound. Mm. So shit, it, just, it give me my own unique vibe on how to vibe, especially how my voice is. So shit, you know what I mean, sound different. Yeah. So shit, I may sell seven in fucking thirty minutes. I may never stop fucking in thirty minutes, and it was just like shit. Was there a reason you picked these for the first two tracks on the the project? Yeah, because Sarah Seven was the opening to to First Day Out. Mm. And it's the opening to um, fucking uh, Please Don't Drain Me. So it's just like, them songs go in the category together because it was made at a certain time. So basically just like, I just had to fit them in the timeline. And I, I just feel like Cell 7 was perfect. It was a very opening. Because it, it make you want to listen to the next song. I go, yeah, this shit sound good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then shit, Never Stop Being Next is like, oh shit. Like, okay. Those first three tracks are really what have to pull the listener in for a project. Because after, after three, they're like, okay, there's not. It right. may, maybe there's something in there. Maybe. But right. I, I didn't hear anything in the first one. So right. I think that that's definitely a good placement for those. So the next two we're going to talk about, uh, First Day Out and Triple Cross. First Day Out has more of an emotional tone with the hard-hitting 808s. Triple Cross has more of a menacing tone with capturing the trap hi-hats and bass. What can you tell fans about these tracks? Um, uh, first Day Out, is uh, like you said, it's more of a... Um more of a metal, I mean, mellow tone, you know what I'm saying? More of a vibe out, you know, feel me? It gave me like the, to me, it gave me the NBA Young Boy vibe to me, you know what I'm saying? The way I go about it, the way I talk about my pain and certain shit, the way I put it. Triple Cross is part of the Eastside Baby Tree uh, thing, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, okay, let me give him a taste of Eastside Baby. That's where Triple Cross came from, you know what I'm saying? Give you that ghetto vibe, give you that uppity vibe, because the whole mixtape is basically like, it's kind of like, it's kind of mellow. Mm-hmm. And I think the only song that's very hype on there is fucking Triple Cross. So it's mm-hmm. like, I need, I, that was that was like the, that was the best song for me to sneak Eastside Baby in there. Because I already had, I did the Block Baby, I did fucking Thug Year. I wasn't through the waterfall, um, the waterfall effect and just put Block Baby on there. But then I'm like, no, nah, let me throw this on here. And then shit, I did the video to it. So the video gonna be dropping soon. So shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just give you a mix up. Uh, the next fifth and sixth track songs here are All Facts and Please Don't Drain Me. I like the instrumental on All Facts and uh, the little phone chirps in the background kind of tie it all in. Uh, the Please Don't Drain Me brings out the mood kind of back down to earth here. Is there anything you want to add to these tracks? Uh, please Don't Drain Me. Uh, I like Please Don't Drain Me. I shot that with, I mean, I made that with verse. Uh, very unique track to me. Uh, special to me. Uh, all Facts, uh, same way. I shot the video in New York. Uh, which led to Babies with a Driller because I made I went to I went to three studios down there and I made three songs and out of three songs the song that stuck with me that I liked it was Baby with a Driller I liked it, the vibe in the studio as well so shit you know what I'm saying them, them three songs was like basically like <clears throat> new up to date me you know what I mean with a little bit of pass okay. So then the last song on the project here, Baby with the Drillers, you had mentioned it. Um, not like a typical drill track, so uh, what can you tell listeners about the creation of this song? You said you were in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I was in New York. I was in New York. Everybody know how New York vibe is. Give you a New York vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's different. And then I don't think nobody in Milwaukee never did a New York style type of song. 
So, and I just didn't want to be in New York and then, then not like tap into their culture or like try to figure out <clears throat> what's popping down there. So, you know, that style caught on to me. And at the time, you know what I'm saying, I was dealing with a person and shit, you know, that's where the, the feelings, basically the thing became because I was, I was liking somebody and you know what I mean, it was just, I guess I do, I spit everyday shit, everyday shit, so. And I feel like it's a good song. I mean, I don't mean that a song now, you know what I mean? Like, you feel me? Like, it still put me in my feelings a little bit, so I don't like listening to it no more. You feel me? But, yeah. Like, but the song is a good-ass song. You know what I mean? Like, me, I don't like listening to it, but, like, I, I advise everybody, like, to go fuck with it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm from Milwaukee. I just did a whole fucking New York-style song. Like, first try. Overnight, didn't have to plan anything, write that shit down, didn't do none of that shit. Like, who's it just doing came that? Out, yeah. yeah, like, who doing that from Wisconsin? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I want everybody to go check that track out. Babies with a driller, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to that shit. You feel me? It's different. Yeah. You don't think I'm from New York the way that shit sound. I'm not, though. He's not. He is from Wisconsin. We verified yeah, it. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, from the uh, East. Do you think you found your sound, or are you still kind of developing it? I mean, you're playing around with some New York style, but yeah, what do you think? Uh, I, I found my sound. Okay. I know my sound. Right now, I'm trying to master other sounds. So adding them in a little bit. Yeah. So right now, I'm mastering Milwaukee right now. I'm very heavy on Milwaukee right now. Like, I'm finna drop a seven song EP to. All Milwaukee shit, and I'm gonna go crazy with this shit. I gotta master this shit because that's what everybody like. That's the reason why I'm doing it, just to see um, can I get a fan base in that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I just wanna see what fan base can I gain from Milwaukee style music. So, yeah. Uh, how do you find your instrumentals usually? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, to be honest with you, bro, I really got a thousand beats on emails right now. Really? Yes. So, uh, I really don't like using them, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I like it, but I really, I really like YouTube right now. I'm fucking with YouTube, but then I haven't heard from Robbie, so shit. Robbie haven't seen nothing. That's what I really fuck with. So, ain't nobody caught my interest like some shit I really like. So right now, to the end, I fuck the YouTube. Beat. If you look for a beat, what are you searching for? What type of beat? What? Yeah, like. I'm searching something that that fit me. Something that I can just be like me on that motherfucking creativity. I can fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna, that's that's gonna speak me. That's gonna like you hear this shit. That's Eastside baby. I want some shit where it's like on my own type beats. You feel me? Like, yeah, like it's Eastside baby type, type beat. beat. Yeah. yeah, and that's the sound I'm looking for. Like that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for beats like, man, this Eastside baby type beat. You know what I mean? So shit. Until I get that, then that's when I stop fucking with YouTube beats and start fucking somewhere. People that sending me these little punk ass free beats. Yeah, I appreciate them though. You know. Uh, so, who are some of your favorite artists that you've worked with so far? Um, I really work with a lot of many artists. Um, I mess with a lot of like coming up artists as far as like me starting rapping, but they don't even rap like that. But like, I I guess Chicken, uh, my favorite rapper. Uh, I've been trying to work with Funny Money, but you know they busy. I like Funny Money. He's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good rapper. I'm trying to get in the studio with dude because dude's style is so crazy. You should check him out. I know a lot of Funny Money. Funny Money? Yeah. Is funny it spelled just like Funny Money? Yeah, Funny okay. Money. I'm going to use Instagram and shit too. Yeah. Like, dude's yeah, style is like cold as fuck to me. I'm fucking Funny Money. I want to feature him. I want to feature Big Steph too. 
Oh, yeah, Big Steph, check him out, too. Okay. He's nice, too. I think I've heard his name a few times, yeah. yeah. He been on the radar, dude, one night. But, yeah, them, like, two people right now I want to feature with. Like, uh, uh, and, um, and uh, fucking Lil Mac. Lil Mac. Lil Mac? I don't think, I, I don't think I've heard him before. Uh, it's M-A-T-T. Oh, okay, Lil Mac. Okay. Lil Mac, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude style wicked as fuck, too. Okay. And then I just seen him do some songs with Skiller Baby and Tate B and, and Babyface Ray. He from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, too, so dude's sick. Them three people right now go on my radar who I want to work with. All right. Uh, do you have any advice you wish you could give yourself when you first started your music career? Save away your fucking money. Save your money? Hell yeah. Okay. Save your money, bro. Save your money and put everything into music. Save your money for what? What were you going to use it for? Save your money for music. Put everything into your dream. You don't lie. Don't let nobody hold you back. Real shit. Do you think it's better to put it into like music videos, promotion, the beats, a feature? Um, really everything. But it's like, if you don't got no support, no help, bro, it's going to be so hard because shit, everything... Everything costs a little bit of something. Every man, even fucking promotion on the story or promo, like people don't even know, like man, these these famous people is really trying to help local people. You know what I mean? But just because we don't have the money to spare, we can't we not able to use that that platform because we don't have five hundred or some people don't well some people don't have five hundred or a thousand to be like putting in their story. Mm -hmm. But they willing to do it for a little bit of money. So why not use a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars that we talk about on songs to post on a story? We talk about blowing it on jeans and shoes and shocks and anyway. So why not blow a thousand dollars on a fucking story that's gonna last for a day? If you want fan base, like market yourself, like yeah. go broke for that shit and, and use these famous people. Like they they willing to help us. So they want to yeah they want to get paid, but shit. They got the platform. They're providing a little bit of something too for it. Yeah. Right, and then everybody think everything is a fucking scam nowadays. Like. <laughs> you got to be careful. There are a lot of them, but yeah, there are real ones. There are yeah. some serious ventures right. out there with it. Right. Um, is there anything you would want the listener to take away from your music? Uh, be you. Don't be afraid to be you. That's the point of my music. Like, don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to, like, to to open up. To tell motherfuckers how you are and what you think, and, and, and don't be a follower. Like lead your own way. You know what I mean? Like for real though. Like be a leader. That's my thing. And I'm wrong with being an Indian sometimes, listening and taking advice. But in the day, you gotta learn how to take advice and be a leader and use it for your for for your for your army. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Real shit though. Yeah. So shifting over to social media here a little bit. Uh, you have a Facebook. It looks like it's more of a personal Facebook. Uh, but do you use it for music at all? Oh, for, for, oh yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Oh no, no worries. Um, so it looks like uh, you have a personal Facebook. But do you use it for like any personal uh, music promotion, or is it just personal? No, I use it for music promotion. So everything from my Instagram straight goes straight to my Facebook stories okay. and posters. Uh, just the name. I'm trying to figure out how to change that name. Cause I don't want to put my first yeah, name. Yeah, so I saw, so I saw it had like it looks like your personal name, but then like next to it has Eastside Baby. Yeah. Uh, in parentheses there. Yeah, but like you know, Bobby Brown not my real name. You know what I'm saying? And I don't oh, want to put my real '80s name as that. So it's like I'm trying to figure out like, because to put Eastside Baby on there so you can look me up. But that's probably the biggest thing right now because people don't know Bobby Brown. Who the fuck is Bobby Brown? So 
I'm trying to figure out how to clean that up so I can get You can do like a, because we have it for like um, CWR, you can have like a business page underneath your personal and then on like the side um, where you go into your profile, you can like switch between them. So they are separate, okay. but they're under one profile. So it's one login through your, your Facebook there. But yeah, there is something that you can do. I wanted to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I can probably uh, show you some like screenshots or something oh, yeah, too yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, show me that. Um, but one thing I was going to mention on like, Facebook, recently you kind of mentioned this a little bit. You went to uh, Soho, uh, Manhattan, New New York City here. So tell us about this trip. Uh, Why did you go? Who did you meet? And yeah, tell us about that trip. Uh, New York uh, New York virus is basically to do the all facts video. Um, um, met some nice designers. Shout out to Hefe. Um, and got some good pictures. Shout out to Lavish Kurt. Uh, shoot the video and then the photography in there. Uh, basically just to get that vibe in New York, get that culture. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like get a different scenery other than Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Then I never had been on the Soho Strip before. Like. Right, like New York's so big, and I've been there three times. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, so. I'm sure you barely saw anything in yeah, those three times. Man, that's where the guys so are like, it's still more to see. You feel mm -hmm. me? But I, the only reason I went that way, I really want to shoot a video in, in East Harlem with um, with Mama Love and her um, and Ja. Uh, shout out Ja, he a rapper in New York. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to do it in East Harlem, but the video camera dude I had, you know what I'm saying, like. I guess it wasn't their type of video, dude. So, mm. like, I couldn't bring him out to do the video. He, he didn't have no beef with them or nothing. He was just like, he had to get screened, you know, in New York. Like, you can't come in certain projects and you don't get a green light. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to New York. I love that, man. Discipline and structure. But, uh, yeah, so I, so I had to go a whole different way. So, I'm like, fuck, I might as well go to uh, the fashion way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, different... Even wearing the fucking the, the bike, the, the the snow goggles, and the different type of jeans, like you know what I'm saying, different type of brands. So I like fuck if I couldn't go the street way how they do it, and all that dancing and shit. I want all that shit, but I had to go to fashion way. Like fuck it, I go this way. Yeah, um, I guess with the goggles, I did see that. Is that like a New York thing? Um, snow goggles. I don't know if it's a New York thing, but I got it from Super Dope Q. Like, super dope cute where these big-ass snow goggles and shit was certain fits. And then, um, we was hanging out one day, and, fuck, he left the fucking goggles, and I, he, and I started wearing them, and I just started collecting them. Like, oh, this is my style. I like this. And I get some more. Yeah. I like the snow goggles. Yeah, I've seen a few artists before do it, too. I was just curious if that was specifically to New York thing yeah. or not. I don't know. I think it's like a fashion statement. Yeah. <laughs> um, just looking at the chat here, we have uh, somebody's boss. He says, uh, solid interview. He said, we got to work. What's the email? So if you want to give your email or if you want to let them know where he can hit you up to uh, work oh, yeah. with you. Uh, you can type in uh, stevensonham94 at gmail.com. So stevensonham all together, number nine, number four. At and do you want to spell out the first part? Just S T E V E N S O N H A M M nine four at gmail.com. Perfect, perfect. All right, um, yeah, definitely something. He's a fan. He's actually one of our uh, Patreon listeners here. Makes great music, so I definitely oh, yeah. think you guys should hook. Uh, Let's go, connect man. to make some music there. Most definitely hit me up, brother. Yeah. Real, uh, so yeah. Instagram, we're gonna move over to a little bit here. You have only nine posts on your Instagram, so I'm just curious: is this one a new Instagram? Did you delete some or archive some previous posts, and then you do this time from time? Or I got hacked. Yeah. You got hacked. Okay. Yeah, I got hacked. I got hacked at 2,000 followers. Ah, uh, damn. And then I had did my second 90 day sanction. I had to start all over. So this is a new Instagram. I start from scratch, and I'm at 
I had a 600 some followers, but I had to cut all of them out because I, f I feel like a lot of them was fake and, and mm -hmm. a lot of art designers and shit, so I dropped down to four. And um, yeah, I just like, um, I just archive a lot of shit that's like, that I want you to see. I mean, that I don't want you to see, but I want you to focus on certain shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I did just have 10 posts, now I got fucking uh, five now. Okay, so it's more. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, your first post that I saw was uh, from August seventh. So maybe you hit that one. Yeah. But uh, so August seventh of this year, it has two pictures of you crouching on the shelf in front of some lights. Uh, the caption reads, "My sister tired of her friends saying my brother or her brother's fine." <laughs> uh, so what can you tell us about this first post on your Instagram? I don't have that post somewhere in there. But, uh, okay, so you hit that. Yeah, I hit that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um. I got that 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 caption from Skiller Baby, the, yeah. the Skiller Baby Icky Vicky uh, song. But yeah, uh, basically like yeah. Oh God, that's a deep cut. I haven't heard Icky Vicky for a minute. Okay. You ever heard that? Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I, I remember. It. Yeah. I just yeah. Haven't thought about it. Yeah. So I got I got that uh, from there. Okay. Uh, you had also another post, uh, an interview with seven questions and a session. Uh, with posted a clip of the page on there. How was the interview, and would you recommend others to do an episode with them? Oh yeah, uh, my boy, Caddy. Uh, uh, my boy, Caddy. Uh, uh, man, dude actually invited me on the show. I was on my way to New York, uh, and I did the show last minute, and it was amazing, man. You know what I'm saying, dude supported me you know what i'm saying like he's very tuned just like how you guys is and you know i mean i i, I, I appreciate it for putting me on this platform you know what i mean and also he still promotes it you know what i'm saying and she you know i try to make every interview lit some way you know what i mean i ain't gonna lie like she took my phone away from me if it was up to me these motherfuckers would be pranking I ain't gonna lie, right? <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like i, I appreciate the like the dude, dude, dudes are uh, uh I don't know what you is call him. Is he in Milwaukee? Yeah, he's in he's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's in Milwaukee. But he support Milwaukee to the fullest. Like everybody, from female rappers to male rappers, even the little kids, like entrepreneurship, like dude. He's just got a good platform. Yeah, he's got a good platform. Period. And, like awesome. shout out to dude, man. Shout yeah. Uh, so then you have quite a few posts on uh, there where you actually use quoted phrases uh, or song lyrics. I'm assuming there. So how do you decide what to post as a caption on your post? Uh, sometimes majority of captions be my songs. Your songs, just picking lyrics. Okay. Yeah. I saw some of those, but then like yeah, some of them I was like, oh, maybe it's something else like that. Yeah. Thing, so. Like majority would be for my songs. Like I ain't gonna lie. And then like if I do hear a caption from another song that I like, I might use it. But you know I barely post, so it's like so when I do post them, they gotta be like some ooh ah okay. You know what I mean? Like I try to say some shit that make you be like oh he just fucking snap. Yeah. You know like that. I'm getting better at that. I'm trying to come on like a rapper now. Like that's my vibe. Like my whole image is now. It's gonna be like I gotta come top tier. I keep on missing the call from Lou. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> so then, uh, moving to YouTube here. Last social media. Uh, your YouTube channel has five videos on it. Your first upload is from May 19, 2022. Uh, your furry music video, Thug Year, uh, by Juiced Up Films. How was it working with Juiced Up and filming this video? Um. With Thug Year? Yeah, I guess uh, this would be your second one because it was Hidden Pain yeah. was your first video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Berkeley Juice was amazing. Uh, you know, like, give me that movie vibe, tell me what to do to make it pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially me doing newly videos, like, sometimes I don't know what to do. And then I don't like having a bunch of people in my videos just flashing guns or showing money. Like, I like having a theme, a plot, and a twist. You know what I'm saying? So, it was it was good to work with Juice because, you know what I'm saying, like, the first person with the second person because Ray did too. But I really didn't have much for Ray to work with. So, I guess with this, you know, Juice had a different vision of Thug Year. And then I had a, I like I had a mask like that. Oh, purge mask. Yeah, yeah, I had a purge mask like that, and then like, and then the garage setting and everything about it. Like, Juices had a whole movie in his head, and like, he do that for every song. Like, like every video I tell dude, like, it's his location. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should do it this way. So even like, never stop video. Like, I didn't pick no locations. I didn't. I didn't have a shit. I was like, man, listen, I got a song, and this. Like, all right, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. So that let me know you listen to the Let song him have first. his creative thing yeah. to it. Yeah. And it pops. I swear to God it do. Every yeah. time a video comes, it pops. Uh you also have a music video for, like we said, Hidden Pain, but also Demon Time, No Cap, and All Facts. Uh do you have a favorite music video that you've shot and then why that one? My favorite video My favorite video right now is All Facts. I'm living all facts right now. Okay. I love that video. Cause it's because it's like different to me. You know what I mean? I wish Juice would have shot that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. But. Okay. All facts. So make sure you guys go check that one out on his YouTube channel uh, after the interview here. Uh, you also have a video uploaded talking about your rebrand from Lil Steve to Eastside Baby. This video is actually very insightful to uh, somebody who's viewing you as an artist and a person. Um, what was this interview? Was it from another in uh, media company? And then did you. Um, create this to broadcast your rebrand or was it just kind of after the rebrand you realized uh, it? I was uh I was part of rebrand, part of the rebrand. Um I did that interview in uh, Springfield, Illinois. Um just a little short podcast. Yeah. Um basically just they just wanted to know like who I was, you know what I'm saying? They actually heard me through their their kids. So it was like I just wanna know who it is. They heard deep. Deep was the mm. no no it was dark inside. I had took Darker Side down. I took it off the, um, off all platforms and stuff like that. They heard Darker Side, and I guess Darker Side touched their heart, and you know they reached out, and you know what I'm saying, and they wanted to know more about me, and that's how they came apart, and and they enjoyed every minute of it. And I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying, able to stay with them, and able to like get to know them a little bit. So I stayed down there for like for like seven days, you know what I'm saying. And, and that's how the interview came apart. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was very nice for, like, questioning, like, oh, rebrand, what's going on? You had everything kind of laid out there with it all. So, yeah. Um, and then moving over to social media for Instagram a little bit here, uh, I put that story post on there where people could send in questions. So we yeah. did have somebody ask a question here. Um, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but fellow CW hip-hop artist OTH, they asked, uh, what part of the east side are you from? Uh, I'm from Buffalo, bro. Buffalo, bro? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm from Buffalo. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so looking into the future here, about five years out, where do you want your music to lead you? Um, five years from now, I at least want to be where I'm doing. I'm doing like two hundred some thousand streams or something like that, and then like I'm at least making like you know we get paid per quarter, so I want to at least start making like at least. I could start making like four or five thousand every quarter of my music mm -hmm. that'd be cool for me you know what i'm saying and then like uh dealing with 
other artists in the game too now. Like, you know what I mean? On the bigger side. So, I plan on being a little bit farther than what I am now. Type shit. But I don't plan on me being like super big in the city. But you never know what God got in store for you. So. Right. But I'm, I'm lowering my expectations, but I'm grinding hard as fuck. You know what I mean? So, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that at least 5,000 and then at least like 200 some thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like, mine at least pop in. And it's good to have number goals too, because then you can actually like track them and be like, all right, we're about this far off or whatever for it too. So, yeah. I definitely think that's good. Uh, do you have any short term goals that you're currently working towards? Uh, yeah, short term, I'm planning on dropping two mixtapes, dropping two mixtapes back to back. Okay. I plan on, uh, I have November, December. My goal this year is to drop 10 videos. I have four out, so five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, probably five more. You know what I'm saying? So if I can do it, I'm gonna keep going. But I try to drop ten videos a year. So just in this year, I'm strong as fuck with like a mixtape, and then try to have another mixtape and ready for next year. You know what I mean? So that's my goal right now. I just keep on dropping music, keep on flooding with plenty of shit, so people can get the get used to me hearing my music. And then, you know what I'm saying, then start going on a bigger scale with traveling and dealing with other people outside the state. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like you got quite a bit lined up for the upcoming months to hear here. Yeah, I'm working hard as fuck, man. I got two videos this week, man. You know what I'm saying, interview with you today. Like, I'm grinding. Yeah. I'm grinding hard as fuck. Uh, looking at the chat here again, some music bosses. Uh, Buffum Boys, uh, yes sir, I got family over there. Um, so he knows the area a little bit there. Oh, yeah. um, but looking uh, to some hypothetical questions now here. Assuming that all the necessary necessities are included, food, water, bathroom, all that, what three items are you bringing on tour with you to keep you occupied? Water and food. Oh, yeah, okay, those, okay, are, okay, those are included. Pee. Yeah, those okay, are included. Or it's more like my own, like what should I need? Yeah, things like um, gaming or like anything um, to keep you entertained or things like that. I need my PS4. I need plenty of weed. I need some. Uh, I need some Long Islands, and I need some. Uh, I need some, some sweet ropes in my room, like <laughs> some sweet tart ropes. I need some of that, and then you know what I mean. Put on, I might need a roller or two. You know what I'm saying? But right. that's my vibe. Right. You feel me? I need a bunch of money too to make me feel good. Now, <laughs> motherfucker. Hang on. So <laughs> you are gifted one free feature from any artist currently alive. Who do you want to collab on a song with? Drake. Going with Drake. All right. Going with the Drake feature. Give me Drake. Go broke for it if we need it. I'll go broke. <laughs> Give me that little baby. Your future. Little baby. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what is your dream venue that you would want to perform at? Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. I think that's kind of like it's big. peak. That like everybody's like final stage. Yeah, That'd be like, the good one. I want to sell that motherfucker. Yeah. If I can do it. I want to do it, but I want to sell Pfizer Forum out first. Pfizer Forum would be pretty lit too, especially right in the town yeah. there. Yeah. I want to do Pfizer Forum first, then Madison Square Garden. But Pfizer Forum first, for sure, for sure. Uh, what genre of music would you create if it wasn't rap music or hip hop? Country. Country. You're going country, okay. I like country music. Yeah? I didn't know I liked country music until I was in prison. And you know, they don't got hip hop channels. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I liked it like pop music, but then like uh, country music just settled in with me. Like I like they story tell and do all type of shit. Like, the old I country, like country, I definitely agree. Um, yeah. There's some like crazy stories in there. Uh, yeah. Some of the modern country, I'm like, eh, yeah, not for me. But and I like Luke Bryan. You know what I'm saying? I like uh, Keith Urban. 
You know what I'm saying? I like the new artists that's coming in too. And they they're getting diverse. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not racist. Like, you know, I used to see a lot of white people. Now I'm starting to see like black people that's country singers from women and men. Mm. And then, like the way they're going about it, like it's just not like even rap country, like the, the country music is lit. It's a hard like genre to break into, but like once you in there, you in there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like, country is nice. Okay. So you're doing country instead of all right, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, so you if you were the governor of Wisconsin and you had the power to change one thing in the state, what would you focus on? The system. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 crimes, the lockup rate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a lot of people that's locked up, so like, I'm very like, I'm very like soft-hearted when it comes to that shit. And then I've been through the system, so it's like, I really want to do the prison reform thing. Like, I want to. It's hard being a felon and you're on probation. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know the shit people go through being on probation. I'm not everybody saying everybody perfect. You know what I'm saying? But it is some people right here like who's feeling, you know what I mean, and they're trying to change their life around. And you know what I'm saying, it's hard because the stipulations, and you know what I'm saying, and, and your support system, you might got a crazy ass baby mama, you might got some old people that's hating on you, you know what I'm saying, like you never know, cause like, you know, Milwaukee, Wisconsin have a mandatory locker rate, like you could be talking to your PO right now, and then somebody say, oh, he did such and such and such, just to get you off the street, and your PO have to lock you up, like, that's not fair. It's not fair at all. Like people gotta spend three or four days locked up for investigating for something they never did, just because the he say she say law. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, word of mouth and witness testimony. That's not always the yeah. best. Sometimes like, to go off. Feelings go through a lot of bullshit. Like and people that make it out, there's feelings that do good. Like some people that drive trucks now and open up businesses. You know what I mean? Like they made it out, but you know the shit they had to go through to like get to that point. Like they probably had to cut off a lot of people, dissing themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's gonna take a lot of shit being a felon. Yeah, a couple people in the chat here agreeing with you. Um, but yeah, I think prison reform, that'd be a good one to definitely focus on. Hell yeah. uh, if you could point the listener to one of your songs to listen to after this interview, what song would you want them to listen um, to? It's all about marketing, so go check out all facts. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> the, it's about marketing. I got a new song that's dropping next week called Time Out. So that'd be dropping somewhere. After this, go check out all facts. All the facts. Video and go check out it with just us, the whole mixtape. It's about branding. Yeah, myself. out on all platforms, right? Yeah, yeah, out on all, all right. platforms. You guys heard it. Go do it. All right, so as we approach the end of the show here, I have one more question for you, and that's what separates you from the rest of the pack? I'm unique. And when I say unique, I mean, like, I honestly just don't care about the hype. I come as I'm are. I'm very genuine. I want everybody to succeed. I'm not a hater. You know what I mean? I, I push everybody music. You ain't even gotta heart my shit, share my shit, or nothing. Like I'm still gonna share somebody else's song. I'm still gonna like it if I like it. So it's like I want everybody to know, like, you know, I come with love, I come with peace, I come with humbleness. You know what I mean? And I come with help. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, I can help you. Let me know. And I, I probably go out my way to do it. I probably lose some shit behind it doing it, but not just the way my heart is. Shouldn't get me zipped up in a body bag. I'm willing to go the extra mile for anybody. I don't give a fuck who you is. If I see the potential. I'm going to go crazy behind you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good good trait there. So uh, now we're here at the end of the show. I want to give you the mic for five minutes. Is there anything we missed that you might want to talk about? Uh, any announcements you want to make? Give some shout-outs, anything like that. You got the you got the floor here. Um, I want everybody to go check out. It was just us out right now. Uh, check out all my videos. That's on YouTube. Subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out to... Um, 
all the Milwaukee artists right now in Milwaukee that's going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Keep going crazy. I want y'all to check them out. Check out Funny Money, I'm pushing him. Check out Big Steph, I'm pushing him. Keep going crazy, Chicken P. You know what I'm saying? Check out Rock and Roll on 35th Wisconsin. All your, your favorite clothing, shoes, brand, whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? It's my boy Rockstar Great. You can check that out. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know what I mean, man? Love and peace and happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like Ellen said, man, be kind. Real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Put God every- first. Where can everybody follow you at again? You can follow me on Instagram under underscore underscore Eastside Baby underscore underscore and that's Baby with B I E E. You know what I'm saying? Not the Y, baby. The E I E E. We'll make sure we uh, tag him on all our posts as well, so you guys will be able to see that when we do the uh, post in the upcoming week here. So definitely check uh, out his music. Follow him on all social medias as well, and check out new projects you just dropped. Uh, it was just us, and then you got a new song coming out again. Shout that out one more time. What do you got? I got coming a new up? song coming out called Time Off. Time Off, and yeah. that's next Friday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna drop it next Friday, so be looking for that. All in mode too. And also two videos shot by Ray and shot by Ju. So we got some shit in store for y'all. Man. You guys got a lot to uh, look forward to here. So yeah, definitely go give them a follow. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram at BVN. Uh, sorry, CW Hip Hop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram at BVNC925. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors for helping make this interview possible. Hollywood Recording Company, Chop Shop Barbershop, Garky Global, and Hollywood Entertainment. Appreciate you guys so much. We have links to all their stuff on our website at cwhiphop.com. You guys can go check them out. Also, thank you to our Patreon listeners here, Tracy Jankowski, Sub Music Boss, and DK. If you want to join them, we'll shout you out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh to join today. We do have the WIAs going on right now for the Wisconsin Icon Awards. Uh, registration is going until October 31st. So if you're a Wisconsin hip-hop artist, make sure you send in your submission. We are going to be having that start up. Uh, voting is going to be about November 5th until the 13th. That's the first round. So coming up here, really quick, uh, any music you've made in 2023, that's what's on uh, the awards here so make sure you guys send that in go to cwhiphop.com to find more information on that we do have our new music post coming out tomorrow on monday we have the playlist we updated spotify apple music so make sure you guys check that out thursday post as well upcoming wisconsin hip-hop so if you guys want to join those dm us on instagram at cwhiphop we'll get you added to that this was our last interview for 2023 so i appreciate you making it in Uh, i'm going to be signing the shirt taking pictures and all that but we are going to be taking a short break while we do the wias until 2024 so uh, we'll be starting that back up in january but appreciate everybody who did make it in for this year we got the shirt right behind us here taking pictures of that going to get it framed and we'll get that up on every uh, on the wall here soon so i uh, appreciate everybody who helped make that possible we do have the choir, uh the concerts as well we want to make sure we let you know about go to cwhiphop.com slash concerts and uh, go do a show before the snow flies it's a lot of fun great networking opportunity uh, definitely won't miss out if you go to some of those uh definitely gonna miss out if you don't go to some of those shows uh so definitely uh, check those out but yeah follow us on facebook instagram at cw hip hop one more time Eastside, where can they follow you at you can follow me on instagram under underscore underscore Eastside baby underscore underscore and that's i-e-e i-e-e yeah. yes definitely go give him a follow but appreciate you making it in man appreciate we're gonna be taking pictures and all this so yeah thank you man. have a great rest of your night guys peace you know what's going on